Well, all of New Zealand, as we know, will stay in the red traffic light. It seemed like Auckland was getting some hints the city might go to orange since it's past the peak, but not to be. The PM says that's because it may strain the health system already under pressure. Well, with us now is Sandy Richardson, College of Emergency uh, Nurses member and former chairwoman. Morning to you. Yes, good morning. What do you think about staying in red? Is the PM right when she says the health system couldn't cope if we went to orange? I certainly think staying in red is the right thing to do Uh, and I think that the health system is definitely under stress and anything that we can do to make that a little bit easier for both the members of the health system but also for people within the wider society has got to be a good thing. The next review is just 10 days away. If the government chooses to go to orange then, did these 10 days help the system get ready? Absolutely. I think any time that we can add into that that extended period where we've got a little bit more breathing space. I think one of the the major concerns for me anyway is thinking about the idea that mask wearing will no longer be mandatory, which is one of the the options, of course, under the orange system, and the idea that we might uh, have a a greater risk of spread. And if if we listen to the epidemiologists, of course, they're, they're still suggesting that we take that little bit longer to consolidate our position. Would you support a regional change, for example, if Auckland got to get out of red first, for example, does that make sense to you? Yes, I think it does. We've we've already seen that Omicron and and the whole idea of the, the spread is regional, so it would make sense to look at that. But having said that, at the moment, the regions are still struggling in terms of the healthcare system. So while the community spread's reducing, the healthcare response hasn't reduced to a similar extent. Right. So what can you do in 10 days to prepare? I don't think 10 days is sufficient to to adequately prepare everything, but it just gives us a bit more breathing space. It allows the health system a little bit longer to see whether or not the the reduction in terms of um, patients coming into the hospital is mirroring what's happening in the community and whether or not that long tail actually does drop off and that the number of days that people are spending in hospital is reducing and the number of sick staff is reducing. What would you say to gutted hospo owners and event managers perhaps mm. listening to this thinking, well, look, how, when, when will we be ready? You know, when, when are we going to get some certainty and move out of red? I do feel for them, but my... The bottom line is it's not going to be much good for the for the hospital system or for anywhere else if our health system falls over. I mean, the, the bottom line for the whole of the country is that we need to have a working health system, and I think people need to acknowledge that. Sandy, thank you very much for being with us this morning. Appreciate it. Sandy Richardson, member of the College of Emergency Nurses and a former uh, chairwoman. I think the point is the health system hasn't uh, fallen over and is not going to. Uh, But anyway, uh, I've got an email in from Melbourne, from Australia, if you want to know how it's going over there. Morning, Kate. want to let you know how things have changed in the world's most locked down city. Here's what I did Sunday. Went to a fully packed church service. Had a few beers at a packed bar in the city where I was able to move around, order beers from the bar and consume it standing up. Went to the MCG. Celebrated Carlton beating Hawthorne with 66,000 other fans. Dinner at a CBD restaurant before heading to the International Comedy Festival where the gig was sold out with around 450 people. While out, there were very few masks being worn. No check-in or vaccine check except at the MCG. It felt like Melbourne from 2019. This weekend, there is the F1 where two days have been sold out. People are out and about in the hospitality scene is thriving. Well, that gives us hope, doesn't it? Unfortunately, Kate, I will not be looking at returning back to New Zealand until the levels are similar to life here in Australia. I think it's highly unlikely I will return 
for Christmas. How interesting is that? I mean, on the one hand, it gives us hope that there's a way out of this thing. On the other hand, it just reminds us how far behind we are.